0: Welcome to episode 48 of Lakeshore Christian Church's Midweek Video Podcast. I'm Pastor Randy Cordell. We're coming to you live from our studio at our Antioch campus here in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. We thank you for joining us today. If you haven't already done so, we'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast. Just hit that subscription button there, and if you'd like to get notifications when we post another episode, you can hit that notification bell as well. Each week on the podcast, we spend some time looking back at the podcast Message that we had the previous Sunday here at Lakeshore in a series that we're doing right now called Summer in the Psalms. And then we also take a look at what's coming up next week. Uh, This past Sunday, we focused on Psalm 67. And the psalmist really emphasizes there just how blessed we are. Uh, We are so blessed because we have God. We have this relationship with God uh, that is made possible because of his reaching out to us. Uh, We had committed sin that separated us from God, but God wanted a relationship with us. So he made sure he provided for the way for us to have that. We have a relationship with a God who is the creator of all things, the sustainer of all things. He provides every good and perfect gift for his children. So what a blessing it is to have this relationship with God. We get to have that as as our, our lives are being lived out here on earth. We can live in relationship with him and have the blessing of his presence and his power and his provision. And the natural response to that is the response of the psalmist is that we give him praise. Uh, we should live a life of praise where we, we're not ashamed of our relationship with God. Instead, we're bragging on him all the time. Uh, every, th- every time we have the opportunity, whether it's with our family, our friends, our coworkers, uh, just generally speaking, we need to be offering up praise to God. Uh, people need to know about how wonderful it is to have this relationship, not just for us, but the benefit that it has for everyone. And so as they hear us talking about it, as they hear us giving him praise, uh, it can create those opportunities for us to share why it is so wonderful to have that relationship and how others can have it as well, which leads to our, our third thing we talked about this past Sunday, which is we can share our testimony uh, with others if we are thankful for this relationship, if we understand how blessed we are to have this relationship with God, and we offer praise to him, then one of the natural uh, conversational things that will happen in our lives is that as we're talking, we are actually sharing a testimony of the blessings of God. Uh, Sometimes people, I think, overcomplicate what it means to share a testimony. They try to, to make it more of a formal thing where we've, we've really thought out every detail of what we're going to say and how we're going to say it and that's not a bad thing if you have an opportunity to share a testimony uh, maybe in a speech or in a a presentation that you're doing that's a good thing to do to have it well organized and all of that but really a testimony is an ongoing conversation we have about our relationship with God and what he's done for us and how blessed we are as a result we just tell what we've seen and heard and experienced that's what you do when you testify you're just telling the natural story of God working in you and the difference that is made for you. And so that can happen in bits and pieces. It can happen in a long discourse. Uh, it can happen in um, in different settings where when you have that opportunity, when, when the conversation allows for it to happen, you can just say, you know, my God that I serve is amazing and I'm so thankful to have him in my life, and Jesus has really redeemed and tra- and transformed my life, and and we share the good news uh, of what Jesus has done for us. Your testimony is very personal, so it can be different for every person in some of the details, but it can be the same among all of us. And that what Christ has done for us is is the thing that has made all the difference for us. So I want you to to think through this idea of being able to to Remember how blessed we are if you know Jesus Christ is your Savior, if you have that relationship with God through him. Remember what a blessing that is. Don't take it for granted. And be willing to offer praise and to share your testimony with others. Obviously, there's there's uh, times where that is more appropriate, and there are ways to do that where it's more appropriate, where where you're doing it in a way that is very loving and very caring and very respectful of other people and what they might believe and what they might uh Uh, follow in their lives, we can do this without being offensive uh, when we handle it with grace and with love. So I challenge you to try to uh, let the blessings of God overflow in your life so much that you are able to share those things with others that uh, would make a difference in their life too because Jesus wants to be lifted up to others so that he can draw them to him and he wants to do that through his people. We are those people that will be lifting up Jesus so that he could draw others to him. This next week, we're going to be looking at Psalm 90, uh, where the psalmist there takes this approach. He really emphasizes a couple of things. One is the brevity of our lives. Um, we're only here for a mist for a short time. As I've gotten older, it's, uh, it's become more and more clear to me just how true it is that, that life goes by really fast. Uh, you don't think that when you're younger. You just think you've got tomorrow always. You've got more time. You've got more opportunity. There's plenty of time to do this and do that. But as, as your life progresses, you begin to see as, as you mark things in time, you see how quickly things have happened. Uh, I've noticed lately where uh, you have things like Facebook with memories that will pop up uh, on social media. And those memories oftentimes you'll say, well, this was three years ago or this was six years ago. And it doesn't seem like it's been that long at all. It seems like it just happened. And the picture that that it brings up, you think that just happened just the other day and it's actually been several years back. And so it's a reminder of just how quickly life passes. And the psalmist emphasizes not only the brevity of life in this psalm, he emphasizes the fact that we're living this life, as brief as it is, as broken people. We've all sinned. We've all come short of, of God's plan and purpose for our lives. And so we're trying to, to make the most of life and get the most joy and happiness out of life, even though we're dealing with our brokenness. And, and our brokenness causes complications in life. I mean, we all, because of our sin, are suffering some negative consequences because of our sin. And so the psalmist emphasizes how God's desire and his love for us is to redeem that broken life and the brevity of it, redeem it for the most good, for the best possible life that we could have. God doesn't want us to to live with uh, just the negative consequences of our brokenness for our whole lives. He wants to offer us grace and mercy and forgiveness and restoring of life uh, to the fullness that he wanted us to have. And so even though the life here is brief, it can be filled with impact and purpose and meaning, and it can be such a powerful time, even as short as it may be here on this earth, where others are impacted in a positive way through us. God wants his people to be those people who are impacting the world in a positive way. So I hope you'll join us for that next week. Uh, before we go today, though, I wanted to spend some time. This is July the 5th as we are live on this, uh, this podcast. We are uh, just celebrated yesterday, July 4th, independence uh, as a country. Uh, we celebrate that even though uh, when they signed the Declaration of Independence, they weren't yet independent. They had to win that freedom. They had to make sacrifices. They had to, to invest themselves in a cause they felt like was very worthy to to risk their lives and fortunes for and i'm so thankful for that i i am very grateful for the freedoms that we enjoy uh, here in the united states and i know uh, sometimes christians get criticized because maybe they feel like christians overemphasize allegiance to this country or or the uh to the flag and and those things but i when i say that i'm grateful for my freedoms i'm not saying that i think uh, the united states is perfect and that uh, we've done everything right all through those years. That's not what we're saying at all. But what we are saying, especially as Christians, is that we're very grateful that we live in a country where we are free to make the choice uh, to follow Jesus, if that's the choice we want to make. We're free to to live that out in our lives, and we don't need to take that for granted. Uh, Many men and women throughout the years have made great sacrifices, even to the point of death, to win and maintain that freedom that we enjoy. And it's not just for Christians, it's for everybody, and we're, we're grateful for that. But as Christians, one of the dangers we run into with freedom is we can abuse that freedom or misuse it. Uh, Paul spoke to that even back in his day. In Galatians chapter 5 and verse 13, he said this, You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. The freedom that he's talking about there is freedom from sin and death, and it was bought at a great price. A great sacrifice had to be made for us to have that freedom. He's talking about the freedom that we enjoy because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. The shedding of his blood, the giving of his life, has won us freedom from sin, freedom from the law. Uh, The law in the Old Testament did not free us from sin. In fact, it exposed or revealed our sin to us, and our need for freedom from it, to have some forgiveness, some form of forgiveness that would free us up from the penalty of sin uh, and the death that comes with it. And in Romans chapter 6, he, he talks about that a little bit more, where in chapter 5, he's dealing with the fact that the law revealed our sin to us. It exposed more of our sin to us. And it showed us more and more our need for grace and mercy. But what was happening is many Christians, even then, We're seeing God's grace sometimes as a license to go on sinning. I mean, if God's grace increases because our sin uh, increases, then uh, God is able to cover us no matter what. And that's true. God's grace is more than enough. But he doesn't want us to abuse that grace. And that's why he says this in Romans 6, beginning with verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we've been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his." For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that a body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin, because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. I love the analogy of, of the death, burial, and resurrection. He connects it with our baptism, with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Baptism is a beautiful picture of how we are united with Christ and, and burying the old person putting it to death, and raising up to a new life, the new life that we have in Christ. And so that new life is one where we don't welcome sin into our life anymore. Now, this doesn't mean we never stumble or fall, that we never uh, commit sin after we're baptized into Christ. Uh, We know that's not the case. We still do battle with sin. But the difference is we don't make sin welcome anymore. We don't willfully choose to go on sinning because when we do that, we are abusing God's grace. Remember that freedom that we enjoy as Americans? Great sacrifice was made to give us that freedom. We shouldn't abuse that freedom. We should live lives worthy of the sacrifices that were made. Well, the same thing is true spiritually as Christians. Uh, we are free from sin and the penalty of sin in Christ, but it was purchased, this freedom, at a great price. Uh, this, the cross is that... Uh, that payment that was made jesus dying on that cross was the payment made in full for our sin and god's grace allowed us to enjoy the benefit of what jesus did for us there but we shouldn't just take it for granted and abuse that grace by willfully choosing to keep on sinning Uh, in hebrews the uh, the author of hebrews tells us that if we willfully choose to go on sinning it's like trampling under our feet the blood of the covenant That has sanctified us. So we should take sin seriously. We should battle against it. We should be so thankful for the grace of God that we never want to abuse that grace. So we live a transformed life, a new life in Christ. Well, I'm thankful that you've joined us today, and I hope that you enjoyed July the 4th. I hope you had a great time of celebration. I don't know if you set off any fireworks or not. We were able to see some in our neighborhood. We didn't go anywhere to watch it, we could just sit in our backyard. And many of our neighbors shot off fireworks, celebrating freedom uh, as a people. And what a great thing to be able to celebrate. And I hope you were able to enjoy that, too. Well, before I go today, I also wanted to update you on a few things we have coming up here at Lakeshore. Uh, We have one more summer youth conference coming up. It's for our high schoolers. CIY Move is July the 23rd through the 28th. We'll be praying for our young people and our sponsors and staff that will be going for that. We also, throughout the month of July, are doing a school supply drive. I know (laughs) it seems like we just started the summer, but already we're planning for back to school, and many families are going to be planning uh, to send their kids back to school in the fall, and we want to help them out. It costs a lot to get supplies uh, for the kids to go back to school, and I know that uh, uh, this would be beneficial. So we're partnering with Youth for Christ here at the Antioch campus. For their school supply drive at the Smyrna campus, we're partnering with Smyrna Elementary School, uh, and we've got uh, school supplies listed that you can donate for that. If you go to our website at lakeshorechristian.com, you can click on the school supply drive uh, graphic that's there, and it will take you to a page where we have a list for the Smyrna campus and what they're collecting and a list for the Antioch campus and what we're collecting here. We'd love for you to bring those donations to either campus on Sundays. You can drop them off during the week if you call ahead and make sure somebody's there. But it's easier just to bring it on Sundays. We'll have a place for you in the lobby at each campus for you to put those uh, school supply donations that you're bringing. We also want to remind you, we want you to sign up in advance for our summer celebration we're going to be doing out at Camp YI. It is Saturday, August the 12th. We've got a lot of fun activities planned out there. It'll be from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. There'll be fishing, uh, there'll be uh, swimming, Uh, we've got a water slide we're going to have there, uh, indoor and outdoor games, and we'll have a a dinner and a devotion to close out the day. Uh, It's $5 per person, Uh, kids 5 and under are free, and you can register at our website, lakeshorechristian.com. Just click on that graphic that says Summer Celebration, you can register there, or on Sundays you can register at our kiosk in the lobby of either campus. Uh, We hope that you'll be able to join us for that. We've already got a good many starting to register now. We need to get a count of how many to plan for for dinner and for the games that we're going to be doing. So please be sure you register in advance there. We hope that you can join us on Sundays. If you're in the area, we'd love for to see you in person at either campus. At the Antioch campus, we have services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. At our Smyrna campus, we have service at 10 a.m. And if you can't be with us in person, we live stream our services on Sunday morning at 9 a.m., And then once it's posted there, you can go back and catch that anytime. We want to thank you again for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you soon as we continue to connect, grow, and serve here at Lakeshore Christian Church.